1: Less than 24 hours after Indiana State Police told us that they were looking for information on a social media account with the profile of Anthony underscore shots, we learned that a man named Keegan Anthony Klein was tied to that account, and that's based off of Indiana state court records. Multiple And we've referenced a few different news outlets here, Captain, when we talked about this case yesterday. And so I'm a little hesitant to say who was first with the information. But multiple news outlets came forward on that Tuesday saying that we found information that identified Klein as the man authorities say was behind this account. His full name is Keegan Anthony Klein. And according to heavy.com, he has ties to the marijuana and music businesses. Uh, Keegan Klein is an Indiana musician, and I'm using air quotes there, Captain, and a a Nevada casino table dealer who was behind the Catfish social media account, Anthony underscore shots. This man would have been about 22, 23 years old when the two girls were murdered back in 2017. Now, according to court records from the state of Indiana, his date of birth is May 27th, 1994. And at the time, and I say at the time, I mean at the time of the murders, we have him living roughly 41 miles from the Monin High Bridge and he was living with his father in Peru, Indiana.
2: Well, maybe you can dive more into who this scumbag is.
1: Yes, to be clear here, police have not officially accused Keegan Klein of involvement in the Delphi murders case, but we can see why everybody would be speculating as such. Now, the reason why I say air quotes earlier, Captain, when we talk about or a uh, website saying that this individual is a indiana musician or a nevada casino table dealer that's because one thing we do know about this individual he created a fake account with i mean everything about that account is fake we did say yesterday maybe some of the pictures could be real right i kind of doubt it um but
2: Uh, well no i i actually lean towards that the car photos might actually be real. Klein and his father.
1: They seem to be car enthusiasts. And
2: they have pictures of themselves with cars similar to the kind of cars that are in this in these pictures.
1: Right. And one experience that I would recommend to everybody out there in listener land, if you ever get the chance, the opportunity to do so, there are ways that you can rent the car of your dreams for like an hour or two hours or three hours if if you get the chance to do that, do that, oh, yeah. and that might be what these guys did. Maybe, or who knows? Maybe they own some high end cars. I don't know enough about them other than what I was able to dig up in the last seventy two hours. All right, Colonel Baller Pants. But when I say air quotes, again, I want to to reiterate the whole idea that this guy created a, a completely fake persona. Hey now, with the purpose of trying to chat with underage girls so really anything about him that he puts out there on the internet or on his actual facebook account or you know any of his social media where he's using his own name would be very difficult to believe right because yeah, some he's of these a known things liar that's right And some of these things he's saying like not only is he a musician but he's played with bands that are household names, you know, hip-hop groups and rock bands and names that P. Diddy. that people would be familiar with. He's saying that his album is coming out at the end of the month and that he's going on tour or he's playing concerts in Las Vegas and that he and a friend own a marijuana delivery business. And, you know, so what is odd to me is that some of this – fake persona. Some of the things that we see in the fake profile seem to have carried over to his online profiles where he's using his real name.
2: Klein is using this male models photos so he can get access to whether it's conversations, videos, or, or pictures of minors. I I don't know what age he's claimed to be in these profiles. I don't think it mattered. I think at the end of the day, I think this, uh, I think his thought process was this male model is hot enough. And with the cars and the money, this will get my foot in the door. And probably what he was doing was just going around to people in his area, searching a way to find girls, underage girls. I want to make that very clear mm-hmm. underage girls within the area. Maybe it's a 100-mile radius. Who knows? Because then maybe there's a chance to meet up. Most of these creeps, we watch like the To Catch a Predator show. It's always starting with online conversation, and then it escalates from there. But think about it this way. Okay, some of that stuff worked on this fake profile, so if I do it on my real profile, they already know what I look like. Right.
1: And under his real profile, he shows a lot of different pictures, again, of maybe some kind of lifestyle that he's not actually living, right? I mean, pictures of, you know, happy birthday to myself with pictures of bottles, expensive bottles of champagne and what appear to be an expensive restaurant, an expensive high-end suite at a a high-end hotel. And again, that he... But he can't Listen show a picture
2: of his pants down and him sitting on a computer in his father's basement. That's not going to get the ladies. So from some of his, this is from
1: Keegan Anthony Klein's Facebook post. Again, according to heavy.com says that his profile picture is an almost black photo showing him smoking. His other photos are mostly stock photos graphics or pictures of concerts his page gives the following information about him listen to this very impressive resume here Captain mm. he's a business owner slash engineer at area 52
2: marijuana delivery because area 51 <laughs> was taken.
1: Yeah, and I, I like that he's uh, he's an engineer. This guy looks like he couldn't organize a two-car parade.
2: Well, the thing is, he he definitely doesn't know how to comb his own hair.
1: It says that he was a one-time armed security guard at Lockheed Martin, a former armed security guard at National Park Service. He's a former table games dealer at Wynn Las Vegas. That's one of the—that uh, used to be a highfalutin— uh, hotel and casino in Vegas. I don't know where it stands today.
2: Well, you look like shit Klein.
1: He was a former bail agent at Vegas Bail, a bail bonds Las Vegas. He's a former table games dealer at California Hotel and Casino. He studied at UNLV. This
2: guy's so full of shit. He
1: went to Lewis Cass Jr. Senior High School. I don't know what that means. Maybe it's Lewis Cass high school and he's he's clarifying that he was there for his junior and senior year. Uh, he lives in Colorado. He
2: lives in his dad's house. He
1: is from Galveston Indiana and he's in a relationship. With his hand. The page says Klein moved to Spokane Washington in
2: 2019. This guy is so full of this malarkey he's a piece of shit. There was also another Facebook group that thought that they recognize that name and that maybe he was communicating and talking with people online again we've had law enforcement come out and say in the 2019 press conference or, or also said multiple times that they believe this individual has talked about the case and and, and has been online talking about the case and they've also stated that they mo- they monitor a lot of of the chat rooms and I mean just like our blog page I guarantee you somebody's going to at some point go to our page and go through the blog comments and see what people were posting.
1: Yes. And is it uh is it crazy of me to say that I did that the other day where I went through just to double check quickly that we had no Anthony shots that had ever posted because Look, it'd be completely dumb if somebody Anthony shots posted in the last week, right? I'm not, I wasn't born yesterday,
2: thousand years ago, yesterday,
1: according to my birth certificate. But I wanted to go back and check, especially from May of 2017. You know, when we first started talking about the case to make sure that we didn't have anything that was similar to that, that moniker, Heavy.com really did a good job on on some of their digging here with this individual. They state here that he posted on Twitter several times in the days after the Delphi murders, but the links are currently dead. And then they state that people and this is really kind of underlining what you were saying here, Captain. It says people posting in a true crime page devoted to the Delphi murders on Facebook say someone using an Anthony underscore shots page photo posted in the group in the past.
2: Are you sure this was on heavy.com and not heavy loser com? Well, I wonder if we should dive into this affidavit because I'm also hearing things from different sources. Like one, the day after police initially released the down the hill audio clip that supposedly Klein then took one of his cell phones and reset it did like a factory reset.
1: Yes. So w- let's definitely get into that before uh, we do. So let me wrap this portion up here. Captain with some more information from this heavy.com article. They're stating that the Instagram page used by Anthony underscore shots is still active, but the account is privatized saying that the page says it has 11 posts 77 followers and was following 343. I don't know exactly what this means, but it says new account. Follow me, Alaska born, Indiana raised, travel, living, LA, NY, you know, LA and New York business travel. Again, just painting the picture of something that, that is truly, truly is not. Now, Uh, Getting into the affidavit itself, this is a probable cause affidavit, and it states that um, on February 25th, 2017, the Indiana State Police and Federal Bureau of Investigation executed a search warrant, this while working another Indiana State Police case. The FBI sent information to the ISP cyber crimes unit that an adult male was soliciting female juveniles utilizing the social media platforms Snapchat and Instagram. The adult male was using the username Anthony underscore Shots. Subpoenas were sent to Instagram and Snapchat for the Anthony Shots account information. The Instagram and Snapchat returns provided Comcast IP addresses. A subpoena was sent to Comcast for the IP addresses associated with the Anthony underscore shots account. And they returned an address to law enforcement. The Instagram subpoena advised the Anthony shots account was registered on July 20th, 2016. And the Snapchat return advised the account was registered on July 14th, 2016. On February 25th, 2017, at approximately 12.30 p.m., the search warrant was executed at the residence that was on the information that they received from Comcast. When they show up to this address, there is a male there and his son there as well, and the son's name is listed on the affidavit as Keegan Anthony Klein. They're both located in the residence. So they're interviewing... I'll kind of speed this along because it's a rather long court document. That's what she said. They're interviewing both of these males and very smartly, they want to immediately establish one thing. Your internet that you're using here, is this a secured network? Yes. Why do you want to know that? Well, because you don't want them later saying, well, you know, somebody else could have been hacking into our internet or, or, you know, the, uh, the people that live across the street, they've been using our internet for months. So it's a secured network, and later they will confirm that the devices used that were using that Anthony underscore shots account were all devices that would require someone to, you know, there's a security password, just like you would have on your phone or your iPad, meaning that not only is this just a secured network, but on top of it, these devices—not everybody and their brother has access to them. Only people that know the password or the passcode are able to access the device that was using that account. Make sense so far?
2: Well, yeah, we've been following this case for five years, but yes, once we get to this point, it seems uh, you might have to rewind a couple times to get all pick up all the pieces. That we're putting down.
1: So he's read his rights. And when I say he, I mean this, uh, Keegan character
2: shitbag. bag,
1: correct. Amundo, he's read his rights and he's interviewed and asked questions about the account, the Anthony underscore shots account and profile initially, of course, he's saying, you know, I didn't do it. I don't, I don't know anything about it. He's denying that he created the fake social media accounts. Eventually, he admits to creating the profile and admits to speaking to underage girls. Keegan told investigators he created the accounts approximately six months ago. Okay, he's being interviewed February 25th, 2017. By his own admission, he created the accounts approximately six months ago from the time of that questioning. Keegan stated he talks to girls he knows personally and girls he doesn't know personally. That's the
2: only two kind you got.
1: Let that set in for a minute. Let that kind of simmer for a little bit and let your mind wonder. He said he uses the account or accounts to talk to girls that he knows personally and girls that he doesn't know personally
2: which makes me wonder how would he be connected to Abby or Libby? And we haven't seen that yet. Maybe somebody's uncovered that, but I have not seen that from any of my sources. Like I said, other than the fact that this profile at some point liked a picture that Libby posted.
1: I wanted to make sure that I repeated that line that were Klein's own words. Because to me, that fully describes and gives me a full understanding of what kind of piece of shit predator this guy is. He used the account to speak with girls that he knows personally and girls that he does not know. Meaning he had underage girls that he knew their names. Right. He had spoke to at some point and he's like, you know what? Oh, that that little girl's cute or good looking or whatever the sick, twisted brain that he has between his ears is telling him. You know what? I think I'll use that account to speak with her specifically. Right. I'll use that to talk to the girl that my friend's little sister or somebody that he actually knows is an underage person.
2: I mean, this guy's a creep.
1: It's not like some, bag,
2: a pedophile,
1: right? It's not like some loser that creates a profile and then just happens to get underage girls that like his profile or like one of his pictures. And then a conversation starts organically.
2: This is a guy
1: that purposely created it for the purpose of speaking to underage girls, so much so that he even initiated conversation with underage girls that he knew personally.
2: Yeah, and he's in jail right now, and he's on bond. He's been there a while. Maybe they're protecting him right now, but an individual like this is not going to be protected in prison. He will get what's coming to him.
1: Well, yeah. And he's not going anywhere. He's, he's awaiting these, this trial, you know, they have, I believe 10 years for the statute of limitations on these charges. So, you know, they, they don't have to be rushed to put together their case against this individual. Now Keegan goes on, it goes on in the affidavit to state, again, this is from their interview with him after he's been made aware of his rights he stated that if a girl told him she was 16 or under, he wouldn't care and he would still talk to them. Now, when you read court documents, you have to understand, first of all, that everything that they state in these are are always very matter of fact, right? There's no really like flavor thrown in there. There's no story Mm -hmm. there. It's just, this is what was said. This is what he admitted to. And it's kind of cut and dried, right? But we know, you and I, Captain, know how these things go down. This this ball of disgust didn't just sit down and tell you, yeah, if they told me they were under 16, eh, I just kept the conversation flowing. No, that's not how it goes. What happens no. is you go, look, I can see some of the people that you've been talking to on here. These girls don't appear to me to be 18 or 19 or 21 or 22, you know, right. close to your age. Keegan, these appear to me to be... Was there any chance you were talking to any girls that were 17? You know, maybe they were just under 18. Well, he starts to admit that.
2: She's only 17. And then
1: you you start throwing in the questions of going, you know, in a lot of states, 16 is kind of the cutoff of consent. Did you talk to anybody that was 16? Well, yeah, if they told me they were 16, I, I guess I didn't really care. I kept the conversation going. And next thing you know, you have him admitting to speaking to girls that are under the age of 16. Eventually he admits to Indiana state police that the girls that he was talking to ranged in age from 15 to 17 years old. And he said that he knew their ages because that was one of the things they discussed during their conversations together. Right. These creeps want to know the age because that's what they get off on. They often want to know the location of these girls as well, even if they have no desire to ever meet them because it's, it's a part of the fantasy for them. And so what we have here, that's very interesting to me is the best we could get this, this individual to admit to is talking to girls that were 15 to 17 years old. Well, that's, Is that a little convenient if he had any kind of conversations with Abby or Libby that that he wasn't willing to go near the ages of 13 or 14 in his what what he's willing to admit to police? Whatever he's willing to admit to police does not mean that that's what his actions were limited to. No, no. We cannot believe for a second that this turd ever admitted to everything that he's actually guilty
2: of. Well, just like you said, he he has. A hard time of being completely truthful on on fake profiles his own profile so so why would we think that he's going to be 100 percent honest with law enforcement once he's arrested
1: the affidavit goes on to state that keegan told investigators he finds girls on instagram and then tells them to talk to him on snapchat keegan admitted to speaking to approximately 15 girls that were underage and advised he probably received pictures from every one of them. He advised he saved their pictures to his gallery. During his interview, Keegan stated he was fucked and he should have left. Again, there's no real story here. It's just matter of fact. But when he says he should have left, Hmm. he's basically saying, he should have left the
2: area. Should have jumped off a bridge. This
1: is really interesting. He's being interviewed on February 25th. Now, again, it may have nothing to do with him being directly involved in the the homicides, but he knows he's up to no good. Now he's sitting here getting busted and he's saying, you know, I should have left. And Keegan goes on to say that he packed another bag and took it to Las Vegas. Now there's things throughout this affidavit that are redacted and at times heavily redacted. So the story gets a little vague here. Um, he says that he returned from Las Vegas on February 25th, 2017. So, Oh man. Oh, thank my lucky stars that this unlucky bastard, the day that he gets back is the same day that they show up on his front porch with a with a search warrant and wanting to talk to him about Anthony underscore shots. Oh, I love it. He stated that he was going to leave. This is when it gets really, really question marky here, Captain. Mm. He stated he was going to leave when his dad was asleep. Keegan told investigators that the main phone he uses was a white iPhone 5C.
2: C is for cocksucker.
1: So after this interview, he is polygraphed at the Peru State Police Post. He spoke with at length about this incident and the case. And again, that's the case against him. There's nothing in here to say that they were asking him questions directly about the Delphi double homicides. But you have to believe, right, Captain, with it just being the week before, you know, what are we, about 12 days, 11 days? After they're found murdered in the woods Mm -hmm. and you got this creep sitting across the table from you, you, you have to believe that there's some questions that you're about the double homicide that you're peppering in throughout the course of your interview with this guy. It goes on to say, Keegan again admitted to creating the fake Anthony shots profiles and speaking to underage girls. He told the officer interviewing him that he knew their ages because he told them. they told them how old he was, or they were. I apologize. Keegan stated he received approximately 100 sexual pictures from underage girls. Keegan described sexual pictures as bare breast, vaginas, butts, and girls in bras and panties. Keegan also advised he received approximately 20 videos of underage girls masturbating and stated that he would masturbate to the pictures and videos that they sent him. And he also communicated this to the girls who were sending him pictures and videos. Well,
2: since he likes Flicky Flicky so much, we should just super glue his hand to his cock.
1: For the purpose of that account and those fake accounts and profiles, right. it, they're stating in this affidavit that Keegan, under questioning and after pressured by law enforcement, is openly admitting, I I specifically used those accounts and profiles to talk to underage girls. And it seems like that's, I mean, quite a bit of activity that was going on in regard to that, that profile. Then the affidavit goes on to list multiple devices that were collected inside the home and residence that were involved in these different discussions and, you know, pictures and videos received and things like that over the course of That roughly six month time period, uh, which again would be from July of 2016 to basically when he was busted in February of 2017. while your subscription is active.
2: Again, our sources, or my sources at least, said that there'd be more information this week. We did have Indiana State Police respond to what they're doing, but basically just summed up what they said last week.
1: Well, and let's get into those responses here in a bit because there there've been three uh official responses in the last couple of days and again one today as you just stated, but you brought up something earlier that is interesting to me and something I definitely want to circle back around to before we wrap up here today, Captain. And that was there's some speculation out there, right, that 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 one of the devices that was collected or sought after by law enforcement that belonged to Keegan Klein, that it was erased or scrubbed clean. And this all kind of occurred right around the same time that the cell phone image of bridge guy was released to the public and the audio of bridge guy was released to the public. So a quick review of those dates here. On February 15th, 2017, we have the picture of Bridge Guy, the still image that is released to the public. And initially they're saying, this is somebody we want to talk to. He could be a witness, right? Very smart by law enforcement to throw that out there, kind of almost catfishing the suspect themselves. We're looking for this guy to come forward and, and tell us what he saw. He's not really a suspect. We just want to know what he saw. And then eventually that will transform and morph into this guy is a suspect and probably the the, the murderer. One week later on the 22nd is when we get the audio that comes out down the hill, down the hill, down the hill. Um <laughs> And sorry, I'm only laughing because I've seen some people post that. Why would the why would the suspect say down the hill, down the hill, down the hill? Well, that's a, a loop that was created by law enforcement because they wanted everybody to hear what the suspect is saying.
2: Right, right, right.
1: Okay, so we do have information on when this device was kind of scrubbed clean, and it's very interesting here. Now there were there were multiple devices that were collected when he admitted to what he was up to and then you know police already knew what he was up to but he admits to it in the interviews finally and they're basically anything that could communicate with anybody in the outside world is something that they want to collect from that home and that residence because they want to do the digital forensics on these items i can Go through a list of those items if you like, Captain. Yeah, sure. I assure you there were multiple devices that were collected. Some of these are iPhones, Samsung products. Um, There's a Samsung Galaxy S5.
2: Yeah, my guess is that he's like getting...
1: An S4, a Nextbook premium tablet.
2: Yeah, my guess is that he's getting some decent phones or tablets, but they're just older and then using those. As like burner accounts,
1: well, and I also want to want to throw some speculation out there, a little kernel speculation here. That my belief would be that they collected any kind of electronic device that they found in the home. What's listed on the affidavit appears to me to be only the items listed. Uh, I am sorry, only the items that they found inside that home that contained illegal activity, things of evidentiary value to the charges that Keegan Klein would later face. Right. Now, there's one item in particular that is interesting in regard to what you were talking about earlier and it says this is an iPhone 5c and it says this phone was named you know how you have to name your devices like they're a a, a pet or your best friend or something. This phone was named Keegan's phone. And was the phone he turned into Indiana state police. Think about that for a second. He willingly turns this phone into Indiana state police. It's almost kind of like, I either really hid this one very well, or somehow you guys missed it in the chaos. Uh, but I've already admitted to something. So here's, here's an act of, of good faith on my behalf of me presenting to you. I, I don't have anything else to hide. So here's this phone that you guys you guys either missed or, or failed to collect for any number of reasons.
2: And I, I didn't see that he had charges of this nature before these charges.
1: No. So what what's weird here is that, keep in mind, they're going to talk to him about their suspicions on February 25th, 2017. He's not actually charged with anything, from my understanding, until August 19th of 2020. Back to that iPhone 5C. This is the one he turns into ISP. This phone was last utilized on approximately February 27th, 2017. Keegan would have been 22 years old at this time. The device was secured with a PIN code. There were numerous usernames and email addresses located on the device. The user of this device used Facebook, Instagram, MeetMe, Snapchat, and Twitter. Okay, so we have Indiana State Police telling us we want to know if you spoke with an Anthony underscore shots profile at any time on Snapchat or Instagram, but not limited to. Don't limit yourself because we know based off of this affidavit, he was using other means of contacting these young girls. So this device used Facebook, Instagram, Meet Me, Snapchat, and Twitter. I do want to throw this out in case it helps to jog anyone's memory. And Captain, you you know these things better than I do. So if I if I say anything wrong, hopefully you'll correct me here. Kick Messenger is something that he was using too. I saw that on several devices.
2: Well, back to what you were saying. One of the things he was doing is, hey, let's go from the platform Instagram, where if you send me a picture in the DMs, it will stay there forever. Or at this time, two thousand seventeen, it would have. So if I take you over to Snapchat and you send me a picture, it'll disappear. Unless I screenshot it. But if I do screenshot the picture, you'll know that I did.
1: He's covering his tracks a little bit. And according to this here... No, no,
2: no. He's not covering his tracks. He's putting them on a platform to make them feel more at ease. Well, if you send me a picture with your shirt off, it will disappear. So, you see what I'm saying?
1: No, I get it. But I think it's kind of twofold. It's helping everything that he wants to do, right? He wants to not only put them at ease so he can get from them what he wants, but at the same time, he's not hes not so dumb that he doesn't understand that there is a quote-unquote paper trail, right? So it, it's its also a way of... It's carrying on the communication, the conversation like you're saying, but it's also in a way kind of moving it elsewhere. It's, it's zigging and zagging a little
2: bit. Well, and I also wonder... Because he had some, I guess, knowledge of this technology. Did he have a way of saving those pictures people were sending to him without having them be notified?
1: Yeah, that's that's a good question. And it seems likely we know that he was saving the images and the videos per what he told or admitted to Indiana State Police. The kick this is what I found here real quick. Kik is a cross-platform application used for communicating with friends in group chats or direct messages. Initially, Kick looks like any other instant messaging service. You sign up using an email address and password, negating the need for a phone number. Okay, so back to this portion of this iPhone 5C that he turns into Indiana State Police, they know that he was using this device on Facebook, Instagram, Meet Me, Snapchat, and Twitter to communicate or chat. Much of this data from these applications was deleted from the device. The examination found multiple still images saved to the device that depicted females posing nude, partially nude, and or clothed. The ages of the females were indetermined. Or indeterminate sorry on approximately february 27 2017 at 09 48 hours so that's nine forty eight in the morning indiana time the user cleared or deleted the safari web browser history and website data from this device during the examination some information was recovered While looking over the digital forensics examination report, the officers noticed that the user of this cell phone deleted multiple items off of the phone before turning it into law enforcement. On February 25th, 2017, the search warrant was served on Klein's residence and Keegan was interviewed and polygraphed. On February 27th, 2017, Keegan called the Indiana State Police to turn in that iPhone 5 but they have some of the they have some more detailed information here saying that the digital forensics examination report shows at approximately 919 p.m. the user of the iPhone 5c started to uninstall and delete apps from the phone the user uninstalled and deleted Snapchat at that time at 919 p.m. At approximately 10.14 p.m., the user uninstalled and deleted Instagram from the phone. On the 26th, at approximately 1.12 p.m., the user uninstalled and deleted Meet Me from the phone. The user put Snapchat back on the device. And on February 27th, 2017, at approximately one twenty eight p.m., the user again uninstalled and deleted Snapchat from the phone. Keegan does admit to using these applications to chat with underage girls. The evidence contained in these applications were destroyed when the user deleted them from the device before turning it into law enforcement.
2: What I was saying after break was sources of mine were saying that there was going to be new information that came out this week. So you, you had the, the bomb drop of there's this profile, Anthony underscore shots. Then you have the, the, Another bomb drop of saying, well, this guy has already been arrested. So what information are they actually looking at? And then the big question is, is it connected to Delphi? And so then we did have a response from Indiana State Police yesterday.
1: Well, actually, they started responding to the Keegan Anthony Klein information within hours of that information coming out and becoming public. So originally their first response was quote, Indiana state police do not confirm or deny anyone who is or is not a suspect in any ongoing investigation. At this time, we are looking for any information about the Anthony underscore shots profile and anyone who may have had contact with that profile. The case that you are referring to is a separate child pornography case, end quote. That came from Indiana State Police spokesperson. So I'm guessing here, right, this is in direct regard to questions about Keegan Anthony Klein. And so when they say the case that you are referring to is a separate child pornography case. Again, though, that does not necessarily mean that Keegan Anthony Klein has no involvement with the Delphi case. Right. They're simply saying that's a separate case. Those are separate charges stemming from separate criminal acts, and he's already been charged in that regard, and now he's awaiting trial. And you're right, Captain. Everybody is saying that we're supposed to be getting some new information from Indiana State Police sometime this week. And we here in the garage are desperately, you know, Google searching and refreshing our devices and, and, and tapping the computer and smacking it on the side to make sure that it's working, hoping, you know, to, to see some kind of new information. And we're, we're recording this very early on Tuesday morning and want to make sure that if anything comes out between now and the time that we hit stop, that we are passing that along to you. But just note that if anything comes out after we leave the garage here today, well, that's going to be new information to us as well. On December 13th, so yesterday, we have the Indiana State Police offering up a look into the discussion to publicly requested information about Anthony Shots. So their response to that, and this is a, a, a better response, a little more informative here with with some uh, different information. It says the Indiana State Police has received many media inquiries since our December 6th press release concerning Anthony shots and eventually the identification of Keegan Klein. Your questions, are certainly relevant as they relate to a long, complex, and extremely complicated murder investigation. During the last nearly five years, we have conducted dozens of secondary investigations based on information we received. One of those investigations included a possession of child pornography case resulting in the arrest of Keegan Klein. The information we had, have, and continue to receive concerning Klein has ebbed and flowed over these last few years. We understand there was a period of time that passed between 2017 and 2020 when Klein was not arrested and incarcerated for possession of child pornography. Once the Indiana State Police presented the criminal case to the Miami County prosecutor in June of 2020, immediate action was taken by both the Indiana State Police, and the Miami County Prosecutor's Office, which ultimately resulted in Klein's arrest. Like so many other pieces of this investigation, we will always review, learn from, and make any necessary adjustments. We do not believe that any person has done anything intentionally wrong, but we will continue to critically evaluate our efforts. We know there is enormous interest in the why, of everything we do but we cannot and will not speculate one day you will have the opportunity to see and know what we do and we look forward to that day
2: yeah it's understandable i think that the community at large goes you knew a lot of this information in 2017 why aren't charges being brought about right away but again sometimes this stuff is becomes a little more tricky because especially when you have an online profile, you have to have proof that this individual is using that. Does that make sense? It Because does, cause but- if I create a profile, like, I mean, look at our Twitter account. I don't know if you've ever, ever been on the Twitter account, but that's one of my jobs for the show is I, I, I let people know about what we're doing, I, I post about when we have new items in the website store. Post when there's new episodes. But if they know that account was doing something, now they have to prove that I'm the individual that that used that account and it wasn't you or somebody else that was linked to one of us.
1: Yes, that's correct. But in this situation, what we have here is, uh, w- you know, we believe that's, that that. I mean, just all the information that we just reviewed, they know that it was a Comcast network with an IP address coming from a residence that was using that profile. They confiscated several devices that was using that profile. And then in the course of a, of a sworn in, I'm sorry, not sworn in, but a Mirandized interview with keegan anthony klein he's telling you yes i use those devices and i use that account and i used it for criminal
2: activity yes in this case they got a confession but i'm saying in a case where they wouldn't get a confession it's very hard to prove
1: i still question the delay in the charges and i question it because of something that that i stated earlier the 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 predator that this type is that this guy is openly admitting during questioning that he used the account and to communicate with underage girls that he knew personally.
2: Well, and these guys don't stop.
1: No, they don't stop. And some of them elevate some of them graduate for a lack of better term into more heinous activity and more into, into some actual violent crime.
2: Remember how he had a couple of devices that he was like, Hey, I, I, police, you forgot about these ones. I forgot about them. So you didn't know about them. So now I'm turning them in. I wonder if there was some level of cooperation going on with Klein and law enforcement. And maybe they thought more people possibly were connected. And maybe they were trying to use Klein. I mean, there's just so much stuff behind the scenes that we might not know. Or it could just be, look, COVID really stopped a lot of things from progressing. Court hearings. Possible charges. And then we see he's in prison for almost a year. And now they're going to, uh, just today, right when we hit record, they start posting that the the court date's being changed because the plea deal talks have ended.
1: Yeah, so what we have here is, I guess, this is one thing that's interesting, too. You wonder, is all of this coming out, Within the past week, because he was due in court this Thursday. Right. And then the hearing has been rescheduled because of everything that came out in the last week or so. The hearing has been rescheduled for February 24th, 2022. And the judge also set the trial to begin on May 9th, 2022.
2: But what this tells me is they were trying to plea deal something. Is it plea deal this and confess to the delphi murders what, what what was the negotiation is it plea deal down to this and turn in somebody that he knows was using this profile
1: i don't know there's something else going on here in in my opinion and now i understand the the wheels of justice are slow my friend but um, you know and there's been obstacles along the way we can say that sitting here late 2021 looking back, but we didn't have COVID in February of 2017 when they first spoke with this creep, when he admitted to it, when they found devices with evidentiary value on them in his residence, in his possession, if COVID slowed anything down, it didn't start slowing anything down until early last year. And it looks to me like, Yes, I, I am in agreement with, with your speculation there, Captain. I think that there was there is some cooperation on his behalf, and you just wonder were they using that for something? Or did they drop the ball? I mean, they could have just simply dropped the ball on this guy because they had bigger fish to fry, right? They have the they have the largest murder investigation going on in the state of Indiana. At that same time.
2: Yeah. And like we've reported before, what do they say? Over 30,000 tips?
1: Yeah. It might be up to 40,000 at this point.
2: But again, I'm with you. Like, look, and maybe it's just a slip up, but it's like these creeps need to be locked away. Do not hesitate. If you have a young daughter or a young son, do not hesitate to know what's happening with them on social media. Because little simple things about, like maybe here's this really uh, handsome guy that's, uh, or there's this really handsome kid that's following your daughter, and he's only posted two pictures, and he doesn't really follow anybody, but he's chatting her up. Like little things that would seem like easy red flags. Adults need to be adults, and make sure, especially with every kid having a cell phone in their pocket, that's a gateway to these predators and i wish we could douse all their genitals in, in gasoline and light them on fire and then put them out with shovels i don't always get my wishes in this world
1: well and that's the truth of the matter is that the the coming of age discussions from you know parent the sit down talk with parent and child has certainly changed right the stranger danger conversation has changed. It's, it's different today than the warnings that you would get in the eighties or the nineties. And then the coming of age, you know, you're becoming a teenager and you know, you might be, you might end up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or,
2: you know, or a robot.
1: There's, there's things going on in your little teenage world or your young adult world that, uh, mom or dad or both need to sit down and have a conversation with little Johnny or little Deborah about. And now, it needs to include the dangers of social media and trading compromising photos or uh, regretful videos or anything like that. They, you know, we need to teach our children and our young adults that there are predators and they're not just out there driving around or looking to prey on someone in seedy bars. They are finding their way into our homes via cell phones, electronics, computers, and what have you. And so with this Keegan Klein situation, again, it's to me, it looks like we, we have a, a couple of different probabilities here. Either, a, either the ball was dropped and we're getting these charges later in the game than all of the community of Indiana and everywhere else would like, because I have I have things showing me that this guy was traveling to Las Vegas and to Florida during the times between 2017 and 2020 when he was officially arrested and jailed.
2: Well, I'm sure that they meaning law enforcement has figured out if he was actually traveling around the time of the murders or if he was actually at his father's house.
1: So, you got communities everywhere all over the map that may have had this predator coming to town at some point. And so I wonder it's either they dropped the ball or they're working some kind of angle here and using him because maybe he was cooperative. We know in the drug trade that they're always looking for the bigger fish and you use the smaller fish to get to that big, big fish.
2: That's what I wonder. I fully believe that the press conference in 2018 they were talking to an individual not a fictitious individual and so I believe that when they were saying look to the killer like but we we know who you are basically but we we just haven't got you to slip up yet we just don't have enough maybe we have enough to charge you but maybe not enough to convict you and so if I go off that information and did this anthony shot stuff it makes me wonder Is whoever they're talking about in 2019 connected to this? And so they were trying to get to that person through Klein. To me, a lot of this information doesn't clear much up at all. It just makes everything a little more confusing.
1: Well, and what we might end up here with, Captain, is that February 24th of 2022, I would expect some more answers possibly coming out in the Delphi case as well, because that's when we have the hearing that is scheduled for Keegan Klein. So I'm hoping that some of the rumors that that you have heard and that I have heard might be true, that this is kind of the tip of the iceberg here and we're about to see a, a lot of stuff going down. Now, that sounds hopeful to me, but I also want to emphasize that that could mean something completely different. It could mean that we're about to see a lot of, of internet bust, right? A lot of these different types of predators that are similar to Keegan Anthony Klein, that we're about to see the tip of the, we've just seen the tip of the iceberg and we're about to get a whole bunch of other people that were preying on victims in the same manner that he was. And that there is no real direct connection to the Delphi case. I have my suspicions and I think that that there is a good a good chance that that we are going to get some more Delphi stuff and I'm hoping that it's sooner than later obviously and so nobody from my understanding has been given detailed information of what to expect now what what we do know is that they uh, law enforcement will posture at times and they will take the approach of well, let's uh, let's give them just enough to push them off for now, and and we can always visit this later if we need to give them more information. And maybe their response of, well, there will be more information next week. They were saying this last week that there will be more information coming out next week. Well, what did right. they know at the time that we didn't know at the time? Uh, Keegan Anthony Klein had was due in court this Thursday, right? So even if they didn't release a direct statement. In regard to this, this matter that there would be some new information at the very least this Thursday, because there was a scheduled hearing in the matter.
2: Well, I hope we get a lot more information and I hope this is the year that we can bring charges to this killer.